hello, everybody, and welcome back to another very delayed episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is Michelle, and who's here with me? It's very delayed, JD. I'm delaying my response, but then I realized that you might think I'm having audio issues. I was going to give it like five seconds. I was I, I was realized. genuinely concerned there for a moment. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I oh shit, you're not, this isn't this isn't actually it. happening, right? Yeah, JD I guess continues to have trouble with his person. internet, guys. Uh, at the oh. new uh, at the new home, uh, for some reason, uh, just out of nowhere, the security protocols on my internet just started blocking specifically Shutter. Uh, anytime one of my devices uh, tried to go to it uh, on the app or anytime I tried to bring up the website, I couldn't do it. And I was like, what the shit is going on? And it's, I don't know, I, I need to find a new ISP, I think is ultimately what I'm finding out here. And I was told that the other people uh, that I don't have are also available in this building. So we may be looking into that. Nobody cares about my uh, my very mundane ISP problems. They're just happy we're here to talk about a movie. I'm happy well, I'm here to talk I about know. a movie. I know why they blocked it. The security pro- protocol was like, damn, Shudder's criminally good. We can't have that. Their content um, has got to be illegal. They're not listening, Michelle. You don't have to butter them up. <laughs> All right. Fuck Shudder. No, I'm so sorry. Please do not cancel us. I mean, like they horror. might be occasionally listening, Michelle, so no need to be a dick either. <laughs> oh, that's fair. That's fair. I, when uh, Michelle, I am I believe, in a default uh, position, it's to be an asshole. So. Right. Well, I, I also, uh, I believe you mentioned just before we uh, we hit the record button, uh, yeah. that uh, that you're uh, under the influence of perhaps benzodiazepines, a little bit of Xanax tonight? Yes, but legally yeah. prescribed. Well, of course. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm under the influence of some legally prescribed medications as well. Nice. Uh, this could be an interesting episode, guys. We don't usually do this on a Sunday night. No. But, and uh, here's, here's the reason I had to take a Xanax. I was panicking about Christmas gift wrapping. Oh my God! That like I mean, that makes perfect sense, it. right? Gift giving is my love language, so I go overboard for Christmas every year. I spend way hey, too much. Speaking um, of oh, gift say, giving, you got a gift. Yours yeah, wasn't wrapped. I didn't have gift to giving, about it. guys. Uh, Michelle gave me the coolest fucking thing. Yeah, it uh, did. it's uh, it's this incredibly awesome book. First of all, it's it's a beautiful edition. I don't know if that's just how they come, or if this was a special edition, or what. It's beautifully bound. Awesome artwork and guys, it's a cookbook with all sorts of recipes in it. But it's a cookbook written like the Necronomicon, right? Like H.P. Lovecraft, and it's very like like Evil Dead style Necronomicon. Like there's text passages and then art and 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 uh, 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 designs and things throughout it. Some of the language and the recipes is really weird, and you got to like use the pictures around it to sort of sort out what's going on. Uh, you know, it's all got all this wild stuff, and then in the back there's an index where it just breaks down because they're legit recipes, also, right? Like it's an actual cookbook. But here's the best part, guys. It's kind of like the the Necronomicon if it was a cookbook. So instead of being called the Necronomicon. It's called the Necronomnomnom. 
and that is fucking fantastic. <laughs> I know you love cooking and Lovecraft. When the I Necronom came across that, I was like, oh my god. There was yes, a part of me that was like, it. I wish it was the Necronom Nom Nomicon, but then I realized that the Necronom Nom Nom has the same number of syllables as the Necronomicon, and so I totally get it. And yeah. uh, I'm uh, like. Some of the recipes in here, they have one uh, that's uh, it's a it's like a figgy pudding, but it's called Yiggy pudding. Uh, and they have uh, uh, at the fountains of madness for a drink that's recipe. My one. Uh, yeah, like New England damned chowder. It's, it's, just, <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun, and it's a beautiful book. Uh, I forget yeah. the author's name right off the top of my head, but I strongly I'm sure you can find it with just a quick Google. It's called Necra Nom Nom Nom, and it's fabulous. I can't thank Michelle enough. Uh, also, uh, I still haven't gotten Michelle anything. I know she's going to say, oh, oh you no. don't have to get me anything because yeah, gifts exactly are her right. love language. Yeah. But what she doesn't understand is that I had every intention of getting her something. I'm just terrible at time management and following what day. It, Michelle, it's like a week until Christmas. How the fuck did that happen? I have had 90% of my Christmas shopping done since November. That's wild. I know. I'm a planner. people who are able to like plan ahead and it's... I have uh, Excel spreadsheets. I have Excel spreadsheets with all the things that I've come across throughout the year. Uh, In my calendar are all my friends' birthdays as well as important holidays like Christmas. Um, and then I go through my Excel spreadsheet and I can filter like, what does Nicole want? And I'm like, oh, I saw this thing seven months ago. Let's go see if I can find that. It's still the perfect thing for Nicole. Um, it is also categorized into some generic things like horror lovers, because I have a lot of horror friends. Mm-hmm. Um, my burlesque ladies, um, people mm-hmm. who are dog owners. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I keep Excel spreadsheets. Of course I do. So this is a, I I do assure you, if this is your first time tuning in, this is very much a horror movie podcast. Uh, It's also the horror of trying to plan for Christmas. Yeah, it's also very much a uh, JD and Michelle sort of work through some of their shit kind of podcast. (laughs) While we're talking about, I was on my Xanax and trying to put together an entertainment stand, so I'm in a weird mood. I, I hey. took the Xanax for gift dropping, but then I had to go work on an entertainment center and none of the pieces were labeled and I was in between so many dowels and I went, you fuck didn't it, go I'm going to go record Ikea, first. You? No, of course not. They don't deliver a... here. I did find one that I wanted. So Ikea, how does how does anybody not deliver anywhere anymore? I don't... I, like, I know. I have feelings. Well... I also have feelings about this movie. Hi. What is this movie, Michelle? It's one that we were specially recommended, is it not? I don't even remember because I watched it four days ago. (laughs) It is Vicious Fun, directed by Cody Callahan and requested by John Humphreys. Super active. Yeah, that's what I just uh, asked. This was a special request, wasn't it? I know. Yes, it was. John Humphreys. Oh, so you were just being facetious when you said, oh, I don't even remember. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were being for serious. My bad. No, no, I was being facetious instead of for serious. <laughs> Vicious fun. So this is an uh, older uh, Shutter original, uh, and uh, it's one that actually was coming up soon on our own backlog. Uh, of it was OG. the next one on our list anyway. Well, how about that? Incredible timing. So Vicious fun. 
Uh, I had you seen this one before we did it for this episode, Michelle? I had. I had not ever seen this Ooh. one uh, before uh, we watched it. I thought for a moment uh, that uh, I had uh, because of uh, a scene involving uh, David Koechner, who was in this movie, and then I very quickly realized, no, I was thinking of a different movie. Anyway, yeah, so Michelle had seen Vicious Fun before. I had never seen Vicious Fun before. Um, we had a, we had a little back and forth at the beginning of the episode because I oh, feel yeah. like the description uh, for the movie on both Shutter uh, and IMDb is a little too spoilery uh, because it goes it, it reveals one specific point and Michelle is correct the the point she was trying to make which was that uh, that point is kind of just crucial to the story of the movie. But uh, it's the kind of thing that you would normally find out in like the first five minutes of a movie and you don't find it out in this movie until like 25 minutes in. That's when I conceded. Yeah. No, and I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying like, and that's actually going to play into some of the things we're going to talk about uh, with this movie, at least some of the things that I want to bring up. Because uh, oh, I also man. have some feelings about this movie. Five skulls right now. Aggregate five oh, skulls Whoa, on Shudder. We're just... You're no, not for oh, me, no. Michelle. I'm not giving okay, you my I score. Like, this, is, no, this is currently, this is currently an five aggregate skulls. five skull on Shudder. Oh, I had a heart right? attack. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I was like, whoa, right out the gate. Okay. No, no, no. We'll yeah. get to ratings here in a moment. Okay. Um so how did we decide uh, that we were going to summarize this movie? It's basically it's a movie about a guy uh, who is a film critic. Uh, he writes for basically, you know, Fangoria or Famous Monsters, classic uh, 80s horror movie magazine. It's Fangoria. We all know. Uh, but he's a horror film critic and a horror movie or a horror magazine writer. And he finds himself caught up in a real-life horror movie situation. That's about it, right, Michelle? I mean, we didn't agree. I like the shutter description, but yes. <laughs> that is okay, what we go ahead. Go ahead no, no, no. We'll get back to it. No, I'm not going to. We're in the spoiler-free section. I will hold on because you have strong, strong feelings about it, and I got to know. Um, speaking of, let's get into the spoiler-free ratings then. Are you giving it five? What are you giving it? Uh, my spoiler-free thoughts on this movie is, uh, I first of all, I think this movie uh, has a lot of really great set pieces. Uh, there are a lot of cool moments in this movie. I get what this movie was trying to be, what it was trying to do, and I think it does a lot of things really well. Uh, but there's one thing... Uh, that for me is sort of crucial that I feel like it didn't do at all, which was make me care about any of these characters. I don't dislike them in any way, shape, or form, but I felt no connection to any of them. And then there, for me, this was just a collection of cool horror movie moments and that's about all it. Like I had trouble paying attention to the movie while I was watching it because I was just so disconnected uh, from the story, and it was mostly just kind of waiting for the next cool gore moment or whatever. Uh, so overall, uh, I, I'm gonna split this one right down the middle. I'm gonna go two and a half skulls. 
Wow. Okay. I I don't know why I'm ever surprised by your scores, but I basically am always surprised. Whatever I think you're going to get something, <laughs> you get the opposite. Um, I thought you were going to love this because I love it. I really oh, enjoy okay. it. Um, it legitimately was very, very funny. There are some parts in the middle that are lacking, but uh, the beginning and then the thing that I'm not allowed to mention yet, when that all happens, that's fun. Um, and then I really enjoyed the variety of killers in this movie. So, yeah, it did a lot of fun horror things, um, whereas you were just waiting for the next one. I was super invested in what was going on. I wouldn't say I really cared about the character, but I did care about what was going to happen to him. So in a way, kind of, um, I liked it. I really enjoyed the ending, and that's difficult for a horror movie. I thought this nailed it. It does get a little too slapstick at parts, but by the point it, time it gets to there, it was kind of in a meh zone a little bit anyway so i can't knock the full thing for it so i'm going 3.75 3.75 on michelle's side 2.5 on my side uh that's uh 3.125 yeah correct hey i did the math right for a change yeah. awesome Good job. Uh, still, a, uh, still a quality score, really. I mean, that puts it on the positive side overall. Uh, so, if you want to go see Vicious Fun, uh, and again, I have to point out, like this has an an aggregate user score on Shutter right now of five skulls, and there are just a ton of of rave reviews about this movie. So, JD clearly uh, in, in the minority here, but. Uh, we'll get into that, uh, but uh, if you want to see it before we spoil a bunch of stuff, now would be the time that you're going to want to push the pause button. Did you come back? I hope you came back. Uh, it's always an anxiety of mine. Do you, do you think they come back, Michelle? I try not to dwell on it, but I think we've lost so many people who did not know that they were supposed to come back. I, I mourn them every day. Right. People I mean, sometimes they come back, like that that Stephen King movie. Have you ever seen that one? Sometimes I they come have. back. You know, one of the few one. things that I have seen classic horror of is Stephen King. Have you seen so. uh, well, the sequel? Was it called Sometimes They Come Back for More? Is that also Stephen King, or is that a? Uh, I know. I think it's just a sequel to the movie, but not based on anything he wrote. No. No, I haven't. Have you seen a movie called Vicious Fun? Oh, did I ever? <laughs> did I uh, ever? I'm going to try to do a story synopsis, but I watched it four days ago. So we'll see how this goes, shall we? Do it up. Okay, there's a guy whose name I've forgotten. Joel? Todd? Joel. Joel. Oh, my God. How did I know that? I just went with generic white boy name. Okay. Joel, he's a guy, he's kind of a dweeb. He works for a magazine called Vicious Fanatic, but everybody says it, or the one guy says it should be Vicious Fun. Um, he lives with a lady and he's in love with her, but she doesn't like him that way. Uh, she says he's just a friend. He said she's just a friend. Um, and then the lady goes on a date oh, and he doesn't like you. the dude. <laughs> Sorry, you, you just brought it out of me. <laughs> I know, right? Bismarck, he's Stopped the at best. the wrong moment. I know. Um, so... Uh, he sees a guy, the guy's name is Bob. Again, generic white man name. So he's like, mm, I don't trust anybody named Bob unless they're very old. 
And so he finds Bob at a bar and then he winds up, I think, getting too drunk. And then he's in a supply closet, passed out. And then he wakes up and now he's in a support group and it's for serial killers of a variety. And they're like, hey, are you the guy that we're waiting for? And he's like, sure am. I'm a taxi driver and I kill people. And uh, the one guy that we know from all the movies, like Anchorman, but he's just like in all the comedies. David but Kirkman. we don't actually... No, I was about to say we don't know his name. Don't spoiler my review. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> my recap. I'm I didn't sorry. know his name was David Keckner until you told me. He's just the guy that's in all the comedies. He's great. Um, So he's there and he's like, you're a taxi driver. And everyone's like, mm, I don't know about that. And he's like, oh, there's a guy at the door. And fuck, it's Bob. Bob's a serial killer. And then they find out that this guy... Joel he's not a serial killer and they don't like that so then the one lady she uh takes Joel into the kitchen she's like I'll keep you safe and all the other serial killers there's a pretty cool dance scene with Bob and they're all preparing how to kill and then we're finding out the different types of killers they are one of them he's a clown that's pretty great um and then there's like the another guy. yeah exactly he's just like clown guy um and then there's like a, just a bunch of different killing ways and then at some point they wind up at the police station with a bunch of incompetent cops. Incompetent cops. Incompetent. Uh, they wind up there and then the cops die. And then the serial killers, they're all battling. And the lady, she's a serial killer of serial killers. And long story short, she winds up killing them all because she's a badass. And then she's like, hey, Joel, do you want to be my little buddy and be my little intern? And he's like, hell yeah, lady. And now they have like a fun relationship where whatever she says, he says, yes, ma'am. And that's how it should be. And uh, then they go around and they track down killers together. And it's, you know, perfect love story at the end. <laughs> Wait a minute. Perfect love story. You got love story yeah. out of this? Oh, yeah. Those two are boning. Are you kidding me? Uh Oh, uh, those two are absolutely not boning. They are absolutely not boning. Not a chance. Not a chance. hundred and ten percent Joel wants to so bad, and no, she... No, she's into it. Absolutely not. You're out of she's your mind. She's only dated bad boys up to this point, and then she's like, you know what? I do deserve somebody who worships me like the goddess that I am. She's so into it. You're that smirk she gives mind. him at the very end? No, they are a hundred percent. 100% wow. at the beginning of a long, long romance. Nope. I, this is going to be the most controversial thing about this. <laughs> I cannot believe that you did not get bone in from those two. They are They're absolutely. absolutely. Oh, no. He's far too much of a dork, and she is far too cool. And no, those are my I, favorite types of relationships. No, here's here's how this one, this, here's how this goes down from here is they keep, and he like occasionally. Uh, gets drunk and does something stupid, and she continuously brush continuously brushes him off. Uh, and then one day, like several years down the road, they both get real, like I don't know, messed up on some things. Uh, that they accidentally got injected with trying to find one of these serial killer people, and maybe they 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 were boning like one time. Uh, and then she was just like, nope, never. It, it is very really awkward and there's no way there's any kind of uh regular consistent relationship between these two people no no way absolutely there is he gives the best orgasms she has ever had in her life and she's very surprised by it and she's like wow that was a killer orgasm and then they're together forever 
Okay. Let me just live in my headspace where people like Joel can be happy. I think he's adorable. He reminds me of my high school sweetheart, who is also an alcoholic dweeb. Uh, and I just, I'm really into it. And I hope that whatever she says goes and what she says goes is them boning. That's what's going to happen. Okay, if you say so. So that's all you need to know. That's all. I guess that's all we need to talk about with uh, with yeah. Mrs. Bond. How dare you? Because uh, yeah, clearly, if Michelle story. thinks these people are boning, she doesn't understand a damn thing about this movie. So there's no point in continuing to talk about it. Okay. Well, then tell me the things I need to know about the spoiler. Just... <laughs> the thing that JD does not like is that uh, the descriptions say that it hap- or it's a support group for serial serial killers, and I feel like it's impossible. To not know that before starting, no, but I also understand. You're not uh, wrong. My problem yeah. with that is if it's something that's crucial to what this, like all of the marketing for this movie makes it seem like that support group for serial killers is uh, an establishing moment of the story, that it's fundamental to the overall plot uh and it's neither of those things it's a it's a gimmick uh that appears 25 minutes into the movie that uh, there's there's no build up to it at all it's just like a horror movie dude sort of wet dream fantasy right it's like horror movie guy suddenly finds himself in a real life horror movie uh he's in this weird situation with these serial killers and they find out that he's not actually one of them. Uh, and then, oh, also it turns out one of them is a secret vigilante anti-serial killer killer like She-Dexter or something. Uh, this is one of those movies where everything happens just because it's a cool thing that can happen. And there's no greater, there, there's no bigger story at play. There's nothing that makes me resonate with these characters at all for me it's one of those movies where uh first of all i do want to say i I mean everybody in it is great it's well performed it's well made uh the gore effects are fantastic some of the kills here are really good it's really good a horror show it's just because for me i didn't connect with it on any level other than that this is one of those where like once i've seen it i don't really have any reason to go back and or any motivation at least to go back and see it again and i think that's why Whoa. for me like like the, i'm i'm glad i saw it and it's not bad it just it, it was just kind of there for me wow no in the meantime i was very excited to see this a second time potentially a third time Tell us uh, all about it. I, I enjoy it. My favorite part is that it's a romance. So <laughs> I love their weird little love. It's cute, and I refuse to accept that it's platonic. Um, like Oh, no, anyway. it's only platonic one way. That's my point. No, they are both very into each other. She gives him a little smirk when he has to run in and get the axe. And she's, at least at this point, I'm not saying that they're going to be together forever. Clearly, he's a little um, a little not all there in the way that she is. And she's going to get really annoyed at how many times he forgets like an axe at the crime scene. At first, at this point in their relationship, it's very endearing. And she's like, oh man, he's just kind of like a bumbling killer. Isn't that cute? But it is going to grate on her nerves and they are going to break up in like 
mm, two years maximum. But at this point, it's like the cute beginning of the relationship. She's into it. She likes something a little bit different. Are they going to get married? Hell no. He's her puppy. Are you suggesting she's going to bone her puppy? Okay, hold up. If it's a human puppy, have you heard of furries? Because, yes, this lady, she would be into furries. I, I don't know what. She's she's into furries. That's if that's oh, how we're going with it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know her. She's a freak. Clearly. <laughs> I mean, she this kills is like people. all I want to. This is all I want to argue about for the rest of the episode. Because well, how could you not? Here's another oh, thing uh, about this that was frustrating to me is like there are good ideas here, right? Like part of what's so frustrating to me about how much of a focus there was in the marketing and in the summaries about that self-help group for serial killers is, like I said, that's not actually crucial to the overall plot of the movie except that it just happens to be the reason that he is in a room with multiple serial killers at the same time. And then it just descends into those serial killers all trying to catch and kill him. So it's like a multi-killer slasher in in a way. Uh, I wish they had found a way to do something with that serial killer support group idea. I thought that was a very interesting idea. And then it's just a vehicle into the, the violence scenario and it's pushed to the side, right? Uh, I feel like that idea, it's its not, again, the most original of things, but I love the idea of a serial killer uh, tracking down and murdering other serial killers. Uh, this movie is super stabby, and you know I love a fucking stabby movie, uh, right? Uh, so I just, there were, uh, this was so piecemeal in a lot of ways, and there were so many things, like I think this could be, at least two separate movies uh, uh, with the ideas at play here, maybe even a third. Uh, But I I didn't get as much of any of those things as I I would like to have. Interesting. I don't know what more you would want from the support group. For me, I thought it very clearly established who they are as characters and introduced them as killers, not even in a way like, that's subtle it's like these people are are killers and now we are preparing joel for who he's about to be up against in a very intimate way as opposed to people just coming after him so for me what i saw in the support group was enough and i was ready to now see these serial killers in action well i guess my, my what i'm saying is is there's no reason why it had to be a support group it could have been him waking up and they're just having a dinner party it could have been any, any number of scenarios because ultimately the only reason it exists is to get him into a room with multiple serial killers. The fact that it's a support group for serial killers is irrelevant f- to the plot from there. Like, it's just the so, reason to get him in the room. So the exact same movie, but they are at a dinner party and he wakes up and comes out of the closet and then they're all just talking about who they are that you'd be on board with it's specifically that's a support group because then you wanted more of that that idea because to me I, those I, are the same vehicles I, it, for what I, we would I, learn uh, I, I 
Maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. Uh, but I, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. What did I? What more did I want? I can't tell you what more I want. I, I all I can tell you is I wanted more from that idea. Mm. I that struck me immediately as an idea that could have been mined for a lot of opportunity, and it's for me it, again from what I could what I got out of it is it was just the reason to get him in that room, and it didn't okay. do anything for me. There is a book that I have not read yet but has been on my list and now I'm probably going to bump it way up uh, by Grady Hendrix, who has been just like killing it on, on the horror book level. I wound up with three things of his in my library and didn't even know um, that, Oh, Hey, these are all the same guy and I haven't read any of them yet. But anyway, he has a book called final girl support group and I'm really looking forward to reading it. And I will let you know if it is a little bit more what you're looking for. Um, and can maybe fill that void because now I'm like, fuck, I wonder if that book does cover that, but from like the final girl perspective, but then they're going to tell you all the kills. I have no idea what it is aside from the title. I'm just very excited to read it. So maybe I'll put that higher on my list. Like just off the top of my head, like I think a fantastic movie, uh, would have just been that sequence where he wakes up, like, the whole sequence where they're telling their stories, like, like this could almost be an anthology, right? And when each one of them tells their story, it becomes, like, a short film uh, about, uh, you know, the, basically the uh, a, a cinematic version of the story they're telling and talking about their experiences and, or, you know, what trouble they had and just developing that sort of... And then, like, it builds to... Uh, the moment uh, that uh, they find out he's not one of them, and then maybe it just sort of ends right there. I I don't know. Like I just feel like there's gold in just that idea. That idea to me just resonates. There's got to be something here, and that's specifically a serial killer support group. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe I uh, maybe I just put too much value in that collection of words, but. Uh, uh, and then also, like I said, I like, I like this character of, uh, uh, what's her name? Cassie, the, the vigilante, uh, or is it Carrie? uh, Carrie. Carrie. Yeah. Uh, I, I like this character. Like, I like the idea of it again. It's not something we've never seen before, a, a, a vigilante killer. Uh, but I thought it was an interesting idea. Even the idea again of, like him coming on as as like her intern slash assistant and then what does happen between them from there like i thought that would have been an interesting story uh but it just seemed like uh uh it it was bits and pieces of things that i would have liked uh a lot more of all of them uh but again i i I didn't uh i didn't hate it by any means uh the uh uh, frankly, the the kills and the violence in this is way more than what I I was expecting. Uh, like I said, it's super fucking stabby, and there's she chokes that guy to death with somebody else's guts. I was just like, what the fuck am I watching right now? Uh, that might be one of my my favorite kills I've seen in a long time is somebody being choked or strangled to death with somebody else's intestines that guy fucking pulls his own eyeball out it's, it's just a variety of of insane fucking killing in this movie did you have a favorite kill in this one mm, not a kill i just like her stabbing that guy a lot 
She's yeah. But he doesn't oh, yeah, she, like die right there. Just like constant stabbing. Yeah, and he's like, she's well, uh, lots of uh, stabs. She's she's yeah. real stabbing. He does yeah. inevitably die from it, but right. like it's not like, like instant death. It's so, so yeah, good. That, that reminds me like that part of her story, like that book, the journal with the like we we understand, you know, it's that's like her kill list, right? Like these are the people she's going after. But you could have played that up for uh, a whole lot more uh, a, a, a story um, you could have uh, you know Mr. Midnight that whole thing there's the backstory of whatever happened in Utah right and I mean ultimately we understand from what little bit they gave us is like oh Utah was another support group and those people are all dead now too uh, and I just they're, they're just this is one of those rare occurrences where I kind of wish like this like if this had been like a like a like a Netflix eight episode series or something, I could have. I think you could have gotten a whole lot out of it. Surprisingly, I had seen this before, so I was just curious, like what other people had to say about it. And I had four days to just keep reminding myself, like, what's the plot of this again without having to watch it because you were having internet issues. And I was like, I want to keep fresh on it. Uh, some other people did say similar to you that they wish that it was a miniseries or an anthology. But mm -hmm. at the time, they just commented that, that on like a thread somewhere. And I didn't know what they were talking about. Um, I do think that's a cool idea. It doesn't take away from this movie for me. But I do like the idea of seeing more of these killers. Because one of the most interesting things for me was definitely the variety that there is there um the clown is my favorite oh, sure. uh but i really liked seeing the different characters and you're right mm -hmm. that maybe if we just had an anthology and what loops them together an, is like yeah, it's a support group and we an just learn thing yeah yeah so now i and, understand and that a little bit better I, and that would be pretty cool and, well and i do i i do want to be very clear here like i don't dislike this uh mm -hmm. like I, I i don't mind that i saw it it just it just didn't grab me in a way where I was like, oh, fuck, I need to sit down and watch this movie. You know, I just I kind of ho-hummed my way through it. Uh, and I just don't feel like it's something I would ever necessarily need. To, it's something I might show other people if they're just like, hey, what's a movie that's got some cool violence and stuff in it? Uh, like, I wouldn't be opposed to showing this movie to other people or suggesting it to them. It would just be like, this one I thought was okay. You might like it. You might not. But it's worth checking out. Uh, and that's why I came down, you know, right in the middle on a two and a half. Like, there's, it's not a bad movie. It just didn't resonate, didn't connect with me in any way. What you're saying is this movie and I have something in common, and that is our wasted potential. <laughs> well, me too, then. <laughs> I, okay, yes, yes, we all have that in common. Yeah. A lot uh, of this wasted movie is potential. Just, uh, so much so much possible which is frankly so why uh, look if squandered. i'm being totally honest i give myself about a two and a half all right <laughs> so, <laughs> oh I'm, please I'm, don't make me put myself on a numerical I, rating I, uh, oh it's I gonna just, be negative i want to make sure the people involved with vicious fun understand that i'm an honest yeah i'm man. like a 1.5 at I best put myself down at about a two point now nah, michelle you're like a three you're like a solid oh three. thank you wait out of 10 though because i do <laughs> no, actively tell people <laughs> I tell people that I am an LA three, but a Midwest six. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I stand by it. So that would translate oh. to a three, I guess. So yeah, we yes. have the same idea of me. <laughs> oh, so oh, man. Uh, 
uh, yeah, so that's vicious fun. Um, uh, I don't really know what else we could possibly say about it. Uh, no. Any other points that Michelle, you're more of a note taker than I am. You got anything, yeah. anything there that you didn't get to talk about? Anything that you really wanted to drive home for these people? No, we actually talked about quite a lot more than I thought that we would because, like I said, already seen it and I was so worried that I wasn't going to have enough to discuss. And I thought this might be one of those where you talk for 10 minutes and I have nothing to add to the conversation, <laughs> even though you want me to. I just like I have no thoughts. So the fact that you disagree with me about the romance, so glad we got to talk about that because you are clearly wrong. I, look, um, I, look, so I was just going to just gonna say, Michelle, I do have one last question for you. Ooh. And that is, come on, you don't actually believe <laughs> that anything, anything beyond just him puppy love chasing after her and her perpetually just swatting him away like a nuisance is the most that ever became of this. You don't honestly believe there's anything beyond I that. I absolutely you? do believe and was That's very surprised incredible. that we don't. It That's had never wild. even been a consideration for me that they don't wind up together for at least some time after this movie. I do think he's going to piss her off to the point where she considers killing him and maybe she actually does because she does kill serial killers and now he's technically one. Uh, but at this point, when this movie ends, they are full-on cutesy beginning of a relationship honeymoon period. No, no Absolutely. not at all. No, the, the, these people... Somewhere down the line, Bone once tops. Uh, and he rocks and... <laughs> her world in a way she did not expect from her little puppy dog intern. And she gives it a try for at least a year. That's, they are hitting uh, the one year anniversary mark, but he's going to completely botch I, uh, when he gets her for I an feel anniversary like... gift. And it's going to be the beginning of the end for that I feel like the only thing we can do from here, Michelle, is is ask the listeners. Guys, yeah. uh, if you've seen Vicious I Fun, I truly need to know. Yeah, if you see, shoot us an email, mail at wewatchshutter.com. Find us on social media. Yeah, then on JD all the and social media. I'm an old man. I go to email first. Still, that's that's too bad oh, for me. Wild. I know, no, right? Uh, we're, it's at We Watch Shutter on on uh, on uh, Facebook and things. Instagram and TikTok. I'm not going to promote that other thing anymore. We might as well get we rid of it. We technically have. We technically have a, uh, uh, what's the Facebook, Twitter? Um, oh, uh, uh, I don't even remember what it's called. I've got it on uh, my phone. Whatever yeah. that is, we technically have one of those. I've never posted on it. Yeah. But if you want to go start a conversation there, I'll try to figure oh, it out. Oh, I sure don't. I'm too Michelle. old you for know, a new me and, Twitter. Me and social media are not the best combination. That's why I pop up just every now and then. On the We Watch Shutter Facebook, I let Michelle handle most of that stuff because, oh man, it I would love drive. it. It would, it I would just, everything so would start pages. out fine, but I would slowly but surely go totally fucking crazy and drive everybody off who ever listened to our show. I think you just need a fan page that's public and where you cannot delete things. I would be fascinated to see how that goes. Oh, God, um, no. For people who no. don't know JD's social media style, he does only allow his statuses to live for a little bit of time before they're deleted, which would... is so frustrating when I get tagged in something and then I go to check it and it's gone. <laughs> Look, it's not my fault that people it's, don't It's spend... just like a Snapchat thing. Look, Like it's well, only a little bit of time. 
uh, look, get on it. Don't quit wasting time. The shit I have to say is important. Pay fucking attention, you know? So you're encouraging me to spend even longer on social media? If that time is spent paying attention to me, fucking absolutely. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> oh my god, that you know that's a fair argument. Because yes. you know, as as I I say it, yeah, I a hundred percent agree with that too. If you are trying to quit social media, that does mean that I'm getting less attention, and I do also need people oh, I'm not, to pay I'm attention not even to me. Trying to quit, I'm just recognizing that. Oh, especially... I meant in general for anybody. Oh, okay, okay. I'm like yeah. Tinkerbell. I need attention or I die. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Uh, what, but no, the uh, there's a whole story about the deleting. People assume it's just like, oh, you just don't want people. You know, you know, you get into arguments and you don't want to have to deal with them, or you don't want people oh, to know no. you said certain things. And it's oh man, it's it's so much more complicated than that. It's a fascinating story involving uh, shitty computers that, from the 1980s that I was trying to use in the 1990s and I just, I don't want to bore anybody with the weirdness of my weirdnesses. It's so, yes, oh I delete God, everything. Oh my God, at some point I do need to hear this I delete, story offline. It's not, just, it's not just social media. I delete oh, I emails, I delete text messages, yeah. I delete phone records, I delete, I'm and it's not even a paranoia it. thing, guys. It's just, it's a, it's a weird oh, fidget rooted in the fact that I had a computer for the longest time that in order to do anything at all needed to be regularly maintained, regularly have caches dumped, regularly have like all available space emptied out, and it's cascaded down into every aspect of my digital life because I'm a crazy person. Yes, what I'm telling you is, what I'm telling you is, I feel like my Facebook will work better if I don't leave all that shit on there all the time. I pay for the upgraded Google Drive and OneDrive because I have so many files and refuse to delete anything. I have to pay for both drives. Also, it depends on who I want access to different things or what app I plan on using. I do switch between both Google Drive and OneDrive, and I realize that might be a crazy person. Let's play a fun fun game here, Michelle, Uh, as long as we're letting people in on the inside of our weirdness now that we've gotten the movie out of the way. Do you have your email account handy? I do. Pull up your email. Uh Uh-huh. Now, I want you to tell me just in your inbox, mm-hmm. in your inbox alone, mm-hmm. how many total messages, read or unread, I don't care, how many total messages right now in your email inbox? I did clean it out right before we started recording, so four. Everything else has been put into folders. Okay. So Do my you remember inbox has roughly four. how many there were before you cleaned it out? Uh, roughly 50 because I do it once a day and I get a lot of fucking emails. Okay. How many emails total do you have archived? I have no idea how to find that. Well, what I'm, what I'm telling you is there's a button called all mail. Hang on. Hang on. Now I'm curious. Uh, I don't know, but it does say that I'm using 57.29 gigabytes of a hundred that is used in my plan. Are you using Gmail? Yeah. Okay, so if you go to all mail uh right yep. up 
near the top. Oh, 25,112. <laughs> so Michelle's All of them are red too. <laughs> Michelle's Michelle's Gmail and this is why oh, I this is this is going to illustrate the wildness that I've let you in on about the weird oh, compulsions of my brain. Mm-hmm. Michelle, say that number again, Michelle, how many total messages still existent in your Gmail account? 25,112. I have not deleted an email since I set this account up in 2007. Okay. So since 2007, you have over 21,000 emails. 25,000. 25,000 emails. I'm actually surprised Uh, it's not more. I have had my Gmail account since, uh, I believe, about 2005. I currently have. Would you like to guess, Michelle? Would you like to guess how many messages total I have in my Gmail account, which I have had for roughly 18 years compared to your Uh, 25,000 plus? To make sure you do not put anything in folders, right? So what is in your inbox is what in your account. No, I'm looking at the all, I'm looking, I'm looking at the all mail thing, just like you. Okay. Four. You also have four. No, no, it's not quite that bad. Uh, but it's only two digits and it's 45. Wow. Yeah. How do you function? I, okay. Here's the, oh, I'm not even done. I'm not even done. Oh no. So it's 45, but that's because there are seven in my inbox that are literally about to just be deleted and removed. So actually, (laughs) it's about 38. A couple of these. Oh, hang on just a minute. Now, this I probably got about 30. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm so glad where this episode has gone because tell me. Right. People, uh, (laughs) hang on. Let me let me do the deleting here. Uh, it's probably close to 30 is is how many total actual saved emails I have. Let's get rid of I don't need to know my Cass County Electric Cooperative bill is available. It came in the mail today. Uh, I don't need this. This is a sent email. This is a sent email. That can go. This can go. This can go. While nope. you're cleaning your nope. stuff out, um, I did. <laughs> I was curious what I've even made folders about, and I did find a folder with only, five, yeah, five messages that I made in 2015 titled "Dreams," and I got curious. And there's just five emails I sent to myself in the very early morning of like. 2 a.m. Apparently, I started doing this in February 2015. The first one I opened, subject, dreams. The message, each of these statements is a separate line. Turn sideways while sleeping. Halloween, candy not good enough. Hill, Steve and his girlfriend, stacking boxes. People That's the kind like, of shit I have. <laughs> people are just like, what are these people doing right now? Why are we still listening? Okay, so I just I finished cleaning it up. First of all, I would like to point out that not only is this an email, a Gmail account that I've had since about 2005, the oldest email I have saved is from January of 2015, uh, and the total now is 26. Wow. (laughs) 
what if you like need to know what date you went to a movie in the past? Like, I, I have why would I ever I have need to, to know that? Because sometimes I'm curious, like, oh, there was a movie I saw with somebody and we're all sitting there talking about, like, what was that movie we went to together? And then I can just search Marcus Theaters and I can tell you what movie I went to because I have all my movie tickets saved until the end oh. of eternity. That You know, maybe I need to know. That, that's, I, that's not the kind of thing that I would ever be that attached to knowing. Well, I like too much information so speaking of too much information holy shit we've been going on for a while now about how jb i'm having a lot of vicious fun yeah this is the therapy portion if you've been here's a the, listener for a while you if, know we are guys, all if about if the therapy anything, part. if there's anything whatsoever that i want you to take from this episode about the movie vicious fun i would like you to take from it that JD thinks his Facebook will work better if he doesn't leave all his old posts up all the time. And the thing I need you to take from this episode is that they were clearly boning. <laughs> Say good night, Michelle. <laughs> good night, Michelle. We Watch Shudder is a production of Rat Factory Media, your home for all of today's Rat Factoryist podcasts. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of We Watch Shudder are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Rat Factory Media. But wait, aren't Rat Factory Media and We Watch Shudder the same people? Shut your cake hole, Charlie. Nobody asked you. We Watch Shudder is available free on all major podcast platforms, and the easiest way to support We Watch Shudder is also free. Just leave a rating and review on your platform of choice. Merge your consciousness with ours on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We're at We Watch Shutter on all those social media platforms. Or find us the old-fashioned way on the web at WeWatchShutter.com or by email at mail at WeWatchShutter.com. Heck, you can even leave us a voicemail at 701-566-9510. No, seriously, 701-566-9510. Try it if you dare.